0: Hello beautiful souls. I'm so glad that you're listening in today and I'm happy to be able to have another conversation with you. Wherever you are in the world, it is likely that you either know someone who's heartbroken or you yourself are experiencing a heartbreak. Heartbreak blocks love from entering and flowing in and out of our bodies, right? Right? So no matter your state of being, this message will hopefully lighten your heart to some degree. This message is all about love. If you're not feeling loved or feeling love, it's probably because you're not able to make room for love to flow in and out of your heart. Love is self-generated, but I get it, if you can't generate Or you can't allow love to flow for yourself right now. So yes, love is available no matter what is going on in your life. But I get there are times that you just don't feel the love. And I hear those of you who may be saying, you don't understand my life right now, Diana. Maybe I don't know the details of your circumstances. But what I do know for sure is love remains in your heart. You may not feel it right now. It may be covered up and under a lot of pain, yet it's still there. So allow me and the millions of others who are listening to this episode to hold a space of love for you until you can do it for yourself. So go ahead and feel that love around you now. Know that you're not alone. Know that you are loved. Feel that love vibration that's available for you right now. Allow love to flow through every breath that you take. That's life. Every breath is life. So just be loving and grateful for life right now. Keep breathing and being grateful for each breath. And remember that for as long as you have breath, there's more for you to experience, more for you to do, more for you to be, more for you to say, more for you to have. So allow life to unfold in whatever way it needs to unfold for you right now. And it's my hope that you can find a sprinkle of love and light in your heart during this conversation. Yes, yes. So now for those of you who can't stop talking about the love that's vibrating in your heart, thank you for joining with me and holding space for those who are not where we are today. Thank you. So I've been listening closely to what you women are saying about your love life. I know many of you are ready to call in that special one. You're ready to love again. I know some of you are not interested in calling in that special one. If that's you, this episode is for you too. This conversation is really about self-love. You know, the kind of love that no one else can give you. So it doesn't matter if your heart is breaking right now or if you are ready or not ready to call in that special one. This episode is for you. And the questions I hope to answer during this conversation is, how do you prepare for love? How do you experience and express more love? How do you prepare for a different experience with love? How do you attract that person who will share your vision and your values? That person who will understand you, that person who will support your dreams, that person who will inspire you and hold you when you're hurting and when you are unaware that you're living out a past incident, that it's not happening in the moment, it's only happening in your mind. You want to be with a person who can bring you back to the present. But you know what? All of this you must be able to do for yourself first. Then you can co-create life together in a healthy, happy way with someone else. So some of you have been married before, like myself, and you may be afraid to do it again. Yet you desire more love in your life and you're in it to win it this time around. You want to do things differently. You want to show up differently. But you know, there will be some bumps in the road. But this time, you will take ownership for your part, your role in the relationship. In fact, you're taking ownership for your role, your part in your overall life, not just the relationships. While also understanding how to support and encourage others in their life to take 100% responsibility for their role, their part in the relationship. And you can do it without blame so that everyone is creating a healthy, a happy love affair with each other. But remember, you must know how to create a healthy, happy love affair with yourself first. So how do you prepare for committed love in relationships? And this applies to all relationships, not just relationships with your spouses and significant others. So, are you interested in knowing what I've been sharing with the women who ask questions about how to create a healthy love with the significant other? I've been getting this question so often, so I started to put together a list of nuggets, a list of insights, a list of tips Nuggets that I think will pave the road for a successful, healthy, happy relationship with another person and especially with yourself. So I'm just going to share five of those nuggets here today. The number one nugget, the number one insight I think is you must be capable of keeping your heart open no matter what shows up, and not shut down. Now, I know that is hard. That is very difficult. But know that if you do shut down, these tools will help you open back up immediately or at least not stay in it or not stay shut down for a very long time. I think everyone should start with their own work. Start working on clearing away any inner obstacles that will get in the way of you being fully open to love. Yes, it starts with you. First, it starts with you being open to healing yourself. So you are that very special someone in your life first. This is about self-love. And again, I believe it should be a requirement for you to do your own work first. If you're human, you've had some losses and some heartbreaks. The question is, have you healed them? Or are you still holding those unresolved issues in your heart? And they are constantly running in the background of your mind. They may even be controlling your life. They may be destroying some of your relationships. Those unresolved issues will surely get in the way of you being able to fully love yourself and definitely love another person. So start with looking at any losses that are still in your life, any losses that you are still grieving. Look at the baggage you're still carrying around. You know what that load is, and you know that load is so heavy that it's blocking your heart. Your heart is closed off in so many areas. There's still dark corners in your heart. And if anyone touched those areas, they will regret it. And you might even break down in excruciating pain. So the number one nugget, the number one insight is to clear your heart of heartbreaks, disappointments, and regrets so that you're open to receiving love from an open heart, not from a closed down heart. Here's the other thing. If you are heartbroken and you're dealing with unresolved pain and grief, you will likely attract a mate, friendship, other relationships to match your energy of heartbreak and pain. So you end up with two people fighting each other, not knowing you're both living out the past and needing the gaps in the boys not received during childhood, needing one to fill those gaps for you but this is something that you must do for yourself. The other person can't do it for you. So you wanna look at those gaps and voids without making yourself wrong, without shaming and blaming yourself or others. Because the moment you begin to shame or blame, growth and personal development stops. So look at yourself with a different set of lens. Listen to yourself with a different set of ears. Begin to watch that movie of your life. How has love gone for you in the past? Look at your past relationships. What's the theme around those relationships, around your love life? Is there a story of abandonment, betrayal, mistrust? And you're still living out that story. You're telling yourself that story over and over and over again and ultimately you are attracting opportunities to be abandoned and betrayed over and over again. So just start to look at yourself more closely, discover yourself as a source of your experiences. But you wanna look at yourself from a place of curiosity, a place of self-compassion. You've heard me speak about self-compassion before and curiosity. Not look at yourself from a place of blame, but see yourself as the one who's playing out those self-defeating patterns, patterns that are intended for you to grow. Remember this, if you get nothing else from this conversation, remember the only love that's missing is the love that you're unwilling to give yourself. So you're up first Love yourself first. Then you'll be able to teach others how to love you. And in the process of creating more love in your life, you will likely become aware of some things you never noticed about yourself before. Place the attention on you. Your focus is only on you. And when that happens, you will see more of you. You will notice how you might be creating your reality in ways that you're totally unconscious of. Here's what I mean by that. Let's move into insight number two. I think it is so important to identify any patterns, habits, and beliefs that you may have developed throughout your life, and they continually cause you more pain you're easily triggered, you know, you know what those are, but now is the time to work on those patterns and clear them out, because they will certainly show up in your relationship at times when you least expect it. It's okay, you can look at your triggers, your past hurts, and heal them, and the best way to do that is to be in a no-blame zone. The minute you begin to blame, or shame another person, growth stops. You heard me say it before, I said it again. The ultimate intention here is for you to grow through the process, and growth only happens in those tender spots when you touch those tender spots. Maybe you've been hurt a lot in relationships, maybe you didn't have a good start in life with your parents or other adults or caregivers in your life. And you had to form certain habits and patterns to protect yourself. Here's some patterns that I've noticed with my clients. In fact, some of these patterns belongs to Diana. What about the pattern of aloneness? Where you're saying, I'm always alone. You're always out there on your own. You're overlooked time and time again. But have you considered how you choose to isolate? How often do you choose to pull your energy into yourself, your own thoughts, even when you're with others? You're not relating to the people around you. You take yourself out of conversations. Have you noticed how you're making it hard for others to find their way into your world, into your life? What about this one? The pattern of deflecting attention from yourself. Do you see in the story that I just described how you might be the cause of your reality? What about sourcing your value by being a giver? And you've been a giver for so long that you don't notice. You haven't noticed a like, of reciprocity until you're in it too deep. So do you see how you might be encouraging the dynamics of aloneness and isolation? Again, no blaming here, but you're looking at what's blocking you. What patterns are showing up for you? Where are you the source of not creating and experiencing the love you desire? When you can see that part of you, you can begin to transform it. You can begin to let go of those blockages and patterns and begin to do things differently. If there's fear, allow some space for that too. Don't ignore that part of you that's afraid. Don't allow the ego to trick you into staying the same. Learn how to hold that part of you with compassion and curiosity. Know when to pause and heal. If there's grief, hold it with compassion and replace it with love. Just step back, send love and compassion to whatever experience you're having in the moment. You may be having thoughts that someone is overlooking you. Someone is taking you for granted. When you step back and you remove all of those excuses and the blaming and the shaming, there's so much room for growth and healing. When you step back, you can see why love has been in the far distance for you, that you haven't been able to reach it. So just step back, get curious, notice what is happening through you and realize it's not happening to you. It's happening through you. It's inside of you. You're drawing those experiences to you. That's pretty deep, right? It's your movie. So start paying closer attention to the movie screen. What's showing up on the screen? Take note of your part, your role in the creation of this movie. So now that you're practicing and you know how to practice self-love and you can see how you might be causing your reality, what would you like to change? What are your beliefs and habits that you would like to change? What meaning are you giving to certain beliefs and patterns? Are you feeling victimized all the time? Do you never get your needs met? Do you feel that no one cares about you? And as I said earlier, you may be sourcing out your value by giving and giving and never receiving. What about you rejecting others? Look at that. Look to see how you're rejecting others. You're telling yourself you're always alone. Remember, I mentioned that pattern of deflection, deflecting attention from yourself. I just noticed that about myself. When I get on the phone with someone, with a friend or whomever, I quickly ask how they are doing. And then most people start talking and sharing about their life and they go on and on forever. And I end up with little time to share about myself. Is that a form of deflection? On my part, I don't know, but I'm very much aware of how I show up in conversations now and how I feel at the end of the conversation. Oftentimes, I feel not heard, seen, or cared for. No one cares what I have to say. What about you? How are you showing up in life, causing Pacific patterns to just show up over and over and over? What choices are you making that's causing those patterns to duplicate, Just remember to create space for your own humanity. Lean into it and just see what's happening. Don't judge it. Love on it. Take a stand for the fulfillment of love for a deeper, happier, healthier love relationship. Show up for yourself. Show up for your future. Now, here's another really important key. Commit to showing up in ways that are creating the future that's in alignment with what you desire. You're showing up with integrity. You begin to organize your whole life around this love relationship that you're wanting with yourself and others. So think about it. What is it for you? You want to attract a mate from that whole you, not the broken you. That way, you're calling in a whole person, your most perfect soul mate, one that you feel safe with, you're protected, and you're comfortable opening yourself up to love. You might be asking, well, what does this have to do with learning how to stop grieving? Love and grief cannot occupy the same space. If you're overflowing with self-love, love will move the grief away instantly every time, without question. Are you feeling invisible? Are you sliding through life feeling hopeless and wishing someone would come along and save you? Is it time to stop wishing and time to get busy living life, creating what you desire, living a victorious life of fulfillment in a community with other compassionate hearts healing, growing, transforming into your greatest potential. Sign up now for the next course, Growing Through Grief System, a holistic and compassionate approach to limitless growth and healing. Visit www.coachingtotheheart.org to learn more. Celebrate yourself, your life, and your legacy. We are growth seekers mastering the game of life and creating a different reality beyond grief and loss. Here's nugget number three. Set a bold intention for your loved life. You want an intention that excites you. You are genuinely inspired by this intention. It's an intention that wakes something up inside of you. It will influence your future. And it will allow life to lead you in the direction, not against, but in the direction of the future that you desire for yourself. And you will begin to see new possibilities. So think about it. What exactly do you want? What are you going for? What are you doing differently? Here's an example. This is one of my intentions for love and relationships. It is my intention to create an extraordinary life filled with healthy, happy, loving relationships that inspires me to be the best I can be in this lifetime. What's yours? Write it out. Post it somewhere where you can see it. Memorize it. Take a stand for it. Show up for it. Organize your whole life around it. Now, for all of you prayer warriors, we know the power of prayer, but also know that prayer may not be enough. It's not enough to pray about it or even create a vision board. You have to take action and co-create your intention. So imagine that force field of life that's surrounding you, supporting you to manifest this intention, to manifest your reality. Whatever that force field is for you, I call it God. Imagine that support that you're receiving to help you overcome all the painful patterns, the traumatic duplications of childhood wounds, and then just rest and a beautiful life of nourishment. You are co-creating your intention with a greater force of life. So stay right there. Stay in alignment and integrity with your intention. And if you desire relationships that inspire you like I do, do not allow room for the opposite to show up in your life, for people to show up in your life that tear you down. Stay in integrity. Nugget number four Honor your needs. What do you need to fulfill the intention that you wrote down for yourself? What is it you need? What are your desires? Connect with that desire. We're talking about love. So connect with the desire for your love relationships. Desire is a spiritual energy. It sparks creativity. It puts light in your eyes. Desire awakens the creative presence of light then believe you can have it. Believe it is possible for you to have. And oh yes, don't forget to expect it. Expect it, see it, experience it now. Honor that for yourself. Write down, you may have to pause this show and write down four or five things that you need in order to be happy, healthy, and in love with yourself so that you can be more in love with others. And then make a promise to yourself to meet those needs. Know that your feelings and your needs matter. And because they do matter to you, it's appropriate for you to expect your needs to matter to anyone else that you let in your life. Your focus is to remain focused on you and give yourself love. Talking about self-love here. And nugget number five, cultivate the vision, know and create a vision for what love looks like for you. A vision that reflects the desires of your heart and then cultivate that vision, a vision of love. Join with that force field of God for me that's only healthy, happy, and loving. And then be willing to become who you need to be in order to create more great love in your life great love with friends, family, your partner, husband, wife, whatever. Be willing to cultivate the vision. Be willing to become who you need to be in order to create that great, healthy, happy love life. See new possibilities. Weave all of those possibilities into your life. Don't be limited by what happened in the past. Realize this. Realize the future is not fixed. You can influence your future and spread your wings, become the person you are being called to be, and then rest in the energy of life. For your angels are always with you. They're right there on the right, on the left, in the front, behind you. This is possible for you to co-create an ecstatic life, an ecstatic relationship. Be consistent in doing the things that align with that. Create this for yourself. Take a stand for it. Stretch and get out of your comfort zone. See more clearly. See how you are the source of your reality in both directions, the life you want and the life that you don't want. We're working on your vision here. You be the source of your future. Stand for your future. Find your way to the future. Choose it at all time. Be someone different different from the person that you've known yourself to be. This is all in the name of love. You know, the kind of love that moves grief away. Give yourself more love. Open your heart for love. You can only find love through the act of loving. Let me say that again. You can only find love through the act of loving. So keep growing your ability to love yourself. Open yourself to more opportunities to receive love, to co-create relationships, relationships that thrive over time. And then get present. Be present with the people around you. Be attentive, be compassionate, be generous, be tolerant, be kind. That's all any of us want. We hunger for that. And as you focus on your vision, whatever that vision is, just begin to live from that future, backward. Become a magnet for love from the inside out. Yeah, it starts in the inside. Desire love. Grow yourself beyond the person you've known yourself to be. Evolve beyond those normal tendencies and no longer be victimized by your patterns. Those patterns that are showing up over and over again. Begin to look at life happening through you versus life that's happening to you. You will see where you're causing these patterns and these habits. You can graduate from these unhappy patterns by looking at them and realizing that you are the person that's causing these patterns. When I realized that for myself, that was a huge, huge breakthrough for me. Now, I'm not implying that you should ignore those parts of you that's afraid. Remember I said early, if you fear something, just be with that. Learn how to hold that part of you with love, compassion, and curiosity. Know when to heal it and do that. Otherwise, it will shut you down. You got to know when to pause and when to address any pain and discomfort that needs to be addressed and then bring yourself back to a place of love. Then, of course, you're free to carry on. You're free to create your love life. You must continue to look at and process any pain and grief and trauma that's in your life. As difficult as it is, you can look at it as a gift. Remember I said, be curious. Be curious about this gift and allow it to move you to a different place, to a different person. Allow yourself to grow in the process. I said earlier that growth only happens in those tender places and those tender spots. And that's usually when you're grieving, when you're in pain, when you're sad. Now, if you're having just a little bit of resonation, change your belief system. That will help you go from resonation and resistance to new possibilities and just connect to those possibilities, breathe in those possibilities, focus on your desire, focus on the actual experience that you desire around love. Do you desire to be seen, to be supported, to be stimulated, to be saved, to be inspired? What do you desire? And what do you want to express? To be able to speak it and name it, to experience it and express it now, Do you desire to experience unbridled passion for life, for your significant other? Do you desire to be able to express your truth, your opinion, without being shut down? Are you choosing to create a healthy, happy love affair with another human being? And the two of you will grow together. You will make a difference in the world together. You will honor each other's needs. You don't run for the door when things get tough. Instead, you feel safe to heal together. Who doesn't want that kind of connection, love, and safety? It doesn't matter the type of relationship. We all hunger for deep connections, love, and safety. I hope you got something that you can use for your personal growth during this conversation. Let me recap. I said earlier that love is self-regulated. So no matter where you are today, whether you're ready to love yourself, you're seeking a special someone, or if you are heartbroken, choose not to isolate, but instead get in a community where love is overflowing and ride the waves of love and energy from other people. So nugget number one was be willing to open your heart to love. Number two, do your own personal work your own personal growth so that you can clear out any inner obstacles that will block love. Nugget number three, set a bold intention that lights love up inside of you. Number four, honor your needs and put yourself first. And nugget number five, cultivate the vision to live a life of love. And remember, the only love that is missing is the love that you're unwilling to give yourself. And remember, secondly, that growth happens in the tender spots. I believe I said that three times, but you must get that. Growth happens in those tender spots. Growth never stops growing and neither should you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on growing.